Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. In this league, starting now, it is Bogman. It is Welsh. We're ITL and welcome into the three-hour edition of In This League right here on Sports Grid and the Mightier 1090. And the NFL week one is here. Very exciting time, and thank you for tuning in and uh, hanging around with us for the next three hours. We got Casey Bubba in hour three, and you know, sorry, baseball folks, this is going to be a predominant <laughs> football episode. Not even necessarily like we planned it to be, but it's going to be one of those times where we be talking football. <laughs> Women be shopping, we be talking football, right? We be, we be footballing it. It's a, a 90s uh, stand-up comedy routine right here, so... There's a lot to hit too because we're going to we're going to talk about kind of our season prediction, the overall. We're going to go through divisional stuff uh, leading into Sunday. We're going to um, go through who we think you know MVP is, rookie of the year, probably more important to everybody else. The two big dogs of what we're going to do in the episode is we're going to be going through our picks for Week One. Last year, Bogman was amazing. You were like. 50 games over 500, I think. Right? Yeah, he was 48 or 49 games over 500. So, uh, I mean, I, I uh, vaulted in into another job, too. So hopefully uh, I'm just as good this year. But I'm also like I'm trying not to go, you know, crazy deep into, you know, hitting all of the 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 different parts. I'm trying to go, uh, OK, I'm going to not do crazy amount of research so I don't get paralysis by analysis because I was telling Joe this story the uh, yesterday. Do you remember when I was in that big contest, right? And I was fifth going into week 17. It was like thousands and thousands of dollars. You I was going to win like five grand. So I was going to win five grand. I screwed everything up. I, I dug too deep into all my research, had my worst week in week 17, and I wound up getting $5 more than my entry fee back. Yeah, brutal. So mad it is brutal so um bogman had an incredible year i don't remember what my record was i'd love to know i think i was right around 500 I, look at it. I was really good for the first half of the season and then i tailed off but we're going to do our picks we're going to be setting our dfs lineup over on FanDuel. so it's a FanDuel lineup that we're going to be tracking all year but we're going to talk about a very stinky story when we come back here so uh you know go run to the bathroom okay, if you stay. need to <laughs> in this league we'll be right back 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. It's in this league. Buckle up, buckaroo. All night. Here on Sports Grid and 1090. How is everybody doing? How are man, you I, doing, Bob? I hope everyone in California is all right, man. You know, prayers up, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah, you went literal. You went actually literal. You're 100% right. We actually have well, a deer. I've seen these pictures of like, it all looks like Blade Runner, right? It's all. Did you see the eyes and craziness? It's Did nuts. you see, though, the person that um, they flew a drone, which, by the way, I don't understand drones. I need to understand better drones because this like this person had a drone just flying up to the top of buildings in San Francisco Super. over like a helicopter. But so what, what's the range on drones? Oh. Oh, it's just that's super illegal. 400 miles. You can get uh super big FAA fines and stuff like I remember uh, when I was in middle school, I, I went through this like, all right. Square. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Square. Uh, you remember middle school? You square. I was doing yeah. too many drugs during middle school to remember it. Uh, uh, you could get fined for those. All right. There's square. Keep I going. Know, right remember on. the uh, like the model rockets and stuff. We did those in like some chemistry class or something. And me and my buddies went and bought like a huge one. And uh, we were like reading this. I'm reading this stuff. And it says, uh, guys, if we shoot this and it goes too high, we can get fined $200,000. Wow. You know, I did it, one of those, too. I did one of those crazy bottle rocket ones. I guess that, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, the drone thing has been it's been a problem in baseball with them. But like, I just don't understand, like the range people have on drones. But regardless, this drone is like all around uh, San Francisco. And somebody cut it to the Blade Runner theme song, and it was <laughs> it was incredible. But on a serious note, I have a lot of family that's in Northern California, yeah. and a, a good uh, f- uh, friend of ours and a member of our ITL Army, our Patreon, our boy uh, Scott uh, Scotty G. I don't want to give out all his uh, personal information, but right. our boy is uh, he's fighting. He is in those. There, he, yeah. uh, his wife shared some pictures of him literally like trying to put out some of the fires. I want to say those were the ones in Oregon, though. Because he's yeah. more up, uh, I think he's in the Washington area. So we've got friends that are involved. I've got family that's out there. So yeah, absolutely. Stay safe. And you know, you brought up a good point. Now I don't know how we transition well, to the next story. The so th- so thank you for that, by the way. Well, I, I understand. You, look, I, I try to throw you some curveballs every once in a while, keep you on your toes. Yeah. And by the way, I mean, I, I don't mean to make light of that, but it is making the weather in Arizona just amazing. Like uh, the, sure. the the smoke cover or whatever that we're getting, it's like, 
now it's 85 degrees here. So we're, we're getting a break, but California is burning to the ground. So I'd rather take the heat and know that my California peeps are all right. So are there, um, yeah, again, totally good to talk about it. Just the, the, the story that I tease coming into this, I don't know how we transition to, uh, to NFL player likes to be pooped on. I don't know how you go to that, (laughs) but you did bring up a good point before we talk about that is, like, are the Niners going to be good to play? Because they're hosting the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I thought about that too, man. Like, that is uh, – but the the A's are playing and the Giants are playing right now, yeah. so I guess they're all right. But I did see someone said um, it was at the University of Oregon a couple years ago. There was um, there was some kind of uh, chemical plant fire or something, so they installed this, like, this um, air quality detector in at the University of Oregon. And um, – it said between 150 and 200 is supposed to be not safe uh, to breathe, like non-breathable air. And it was at 567 or something the other day because of all the, the smoke and all of that stuff. So that's not good. I, I get there's got to be I'm sure we're going to have some type of a air quality check for some of these games. I mean, even the game in L.A. might be. Uh, a little bit threatened this well and think about like everyone's wearing masks now too you know like there's yeah. more masks that are having to be at which actually ironically probably is going to work in the favor of weird air quality so um yeah so thanks bogman i don't uh i don't really know how we go to the other range i wish we I wish we could have saved that for the next segment because literally we teased um the odell back it's my fault there's fires in california and I no want, just, just i wanted to say prayers up and i hope everyone in california because we are on the mightier 1090 is doing great. So it must be my fault. No, so, yeah, like, yeah. I caused the fire. Uh, Bogman started the fire. It's always been burning since the world's been turning. I, uh, oh, at least your internet went out. So that's good. At least it cut out there. All right. Well, um, there's no easy transition to do it, of course, now. But the Odell Beckham, let me throw this at you real quick. Let's easily work around this because we are on the radio now, uh, not just the podcast. But the podcast No Jumper, which is by hmm, oh, nice, uh, just a just a couple of nice young ladies who have a podcast that like to do oh, little tell all women I've little little tell all story like to go on there. Careful what you say there, Bogman. Little uh, tell all okay. And this they they released this story, and we talked about it on the In This League Fantasy Football podcast. Um, I mean, we we did it. We tried to talk about it when we weren't laughing about <laughs> Odell Beckham liking some dookie he's dookie got a stuff. weird fetish yeah but yeah. i don't know if you saw this though boggs is uh bar did you see a bar stool has hired deon sanders yeah no i that we talked about that a while ago remember okay. i was just happy because he's not on nfl network anymore yeah well he's with Barstool, and uh deon was getting to, he was getting to the bottom of this stinky story <laughs> oh no <laughs> he really was and uh portnoy and him did like a live Instagram or something like that. And Dion said, it's not true. And he said, he just got off with Odell. He got off the phone with him and uh, no dookie. There's no dookie for Odell. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm dookie Beckman. Am I, is anyone surprised that, that this story wouldn't be true? I mean, I think people want it to be true because people don't like OBJ and all that stuff, but there's been other rumors. Like you hear all these rumors that he's, uh, gay and all, all of the NFL players are like, you know, I remember Donovan McNabb 
was like, something wrong with that brother, man. Something wrong with him. He's proposing to uh, kicking nets and stuff. Like, I just, I was like, what are you talking about, Donovan? Like, it's a joke, obviously. But he made this, he was so over the top. And something wrong with him. He's proposing to kicking nets. I don't know what other kind of stuff he's into. I was like, Donovan, are you serious? Like, this was on a nationally syndicated radio show uh, coming from, you know, the, the four letter. And I was like, how is someone not telling Donovan, like, what are you doing? You know, this is not something you should be saying. But I don't know, man. There's been this is this is the weirdest OBJ rumor that I've ever heard. But it's like it's it's pretty close to not the the weirdest one. And the the most amazing thing that's come out of this is the memes. The memes are absolutely the best, right? What what's what's wrong with you over there, uh, Welsh? You all right? You doing okay? You okay. you don't like my Donovan McNabb impression? It's <laughs> a great segment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like something wrong with that brother, man. I just I remember, mean, like that is exactly how he said it, and um, it's like it's burning in my brain. I remember where I was. I, I love my, your impression. I well, love that, your impression. That's exactly. Uh, that's exactly what. I heard. Something wrong with that brother, man. Something wrong with it. I'm really happy you keep. <laughs> oh, whatever. Give me a keep, break. Do it. Keep doing it. Keep, it's my it's, Don McNabb impression. It's All my right. new favorite impression. Your cord okay. out why the window. Why don't you do a Deion Sanders impression? Do that real quick. I don't have a Deion. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're so you're so PC. He did right. say Dookie a lot in the thing. He said Dookie. Uh, Dookie. He said Dookie <laughs> a whole bunch. He tried to keep it PC. All I know, and I don't. Maybe I don't fully understand it. I don't know why he gets tread through all of the weirdness. Cause you're right. It's always something He's weird odd with him. Well, he is. We okay. But Russell Westbrook is weird. And what you never hear anything about Westbrook. Uh, He's just like an a Westbrook is willing to fight anyone. So I, I think, I think that's why you don't hear those rumors. I think if you and I start rumors about Russell Westbrook, he would come over to our places and mess us up. Like, I well, think that's why we don't hear stuff about Westy. It'll be very interesting to see uh, how it all plays out. If I, I let's see this weekend, maybe Odell is going to so shut everybody up with his brother. play. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Donovan. And uh, maybe we're going to, you know, uh, what I want to see is to see if any of the other players mess with him. Like, you know, this is an opportunity. There's not going to be fans in the stands for the majority of these. And I'm just kind of excited to see if anybody, um, Anybody plays around with the scat man? Hey, Odell. <laughs> we gotta go to break, Odell. Odell. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. 
And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You call these bagels? Bagels and bad beats. Then they had that little moment of unity, a little moment of silence, uh, which was greeted by boos from the 15,000, 16,000 fans that were announced at the stadium. And I really believe that is how America feels at this point. It, It doesn't, much like those Dolphin players said, it's not about black, white, left, right, which side of the aisle you're on. Without taking a side, people just don't want this in sports anymore. The Sports Grid Network. Hey, in this league. Look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Who would have thought? Not me. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? That's right. In this league, we're back. It is Chris Welsh, Scott Bogman. Find me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh. You can find Boggs over on Twitter at Bogman Sports. And you can come and check us out over at InThisLeague.com. That is our Patreon. And here is why you might want to jump on it. First off, you're going to get great uncensored secret shows. Bogman is the master of great content. And yeah, we're going to have we those. We just did one. So. Yeah, we got those. But for you football addicts here, you've got a couple things. You've got the live streams with Bogman, Thursday night with Bogman. We've also got the group me rooms where if you're making some fantasy decisions, you're trying to figure out what the hell to do. If you join up at our lieutenant level, we have got start and sit room for all your decisions. You can hang with the dudes you can be asking questions we've even got a uh, a gambling room i mean you know sports grid is going to have you covered there but we got guys talking about all that and you are directly supporting bogman and i so come and check us out in this league.com that'll take you to the patreon and you can have so much fun so much fun nfl nfl season 2020 bing boom bing we did not do our in-season predictions on our In This League Fantasy Football podcast, and we decided to bring it here. So we have picks coming up. We've got DFS lineups. We are both setting for FanDuel, and man, I think we all say it, but I sure do love my lineup. Sure do love my lineup. (laughs) But those are the famous last words of a week one lineup. Yeah, uh, yeah, especially week one and week 17 are are the hardest ones to pick uh, every single year. There's something wild is going to happen week one you remember the um we got to get a survivor going by the way um the uh you remember the survivor year when everyone picked the texans and then they lost to the dolphins yeah it might have been reversed it might have been everyone picked the we dolphins do need to get a survivor Texans. like quick yeah yeah exactly Put some so, money on it right right so uh that there's going to be something i mean i know we're doing the sports grid uh survivor picks every week you know and all that stuff and for this week, I picked the Colts. You know, they're playing. I did too. They're playing the Jags. I think that's kind of the chalk uh, one for week one and all that stuff. But week one, week seventeen, hardest to bet. But uh, I, I, I remember someone saying, and we'll get to this more when we're picking games and stuff. But I saw a uh, a tweet that said the last time we we had like missed practices and things like that was in 2012 when there was almost a lockout and. Um, so guys just got to camp late. It was like, you know, real late July when they uh, figured all that stuff out. So 
Um, the week one games that week, 12 of 16 went over because the defenses are behind. So that's Makes something sense. to keep in mind when you're picking this week for sure. So, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. So, um, again, yeah, we'll tackle all that when we get there. This is in-season prediction. So we're just going to go down the line. We're going to take a look at divisional. We're going to look at wild card, uh, champions, leaders, stuff like that. We've already made these picks, but Bogman attached some numbers to it. If people wanted to uh, get over to the Sports Grid uh, Sportsbook and uh, make a couple bets here. So let's start Bogman in the AFC East. I have the same team as you, but I will let you announce the team. New England Patriots. I mean, it's a tough call between the Pats and the Bills for this year, of course. Obviously, the Dolphins and the Jets. No one is really expecting them to win. So if they do, uh, it's a surprise. They're huge underdogs and everything. Patriots playing off at plus 125. So not bad. Every dollar you put down, you're going to get a buck 25 back. So not a bad bet. Um, what, what makes you pick the Pats over the Bills in like a you know quick minutes and I, I just I just think the Pats are going to be better I, I think people wrote them off a lot with you know all of the opt-outs and the team completely changing but I mean Cam Newton's a dude it's still a weak division it's just not a great division and I I I was tempted to go with Cam in DFS this week I think that's too risky just because we truly don't know you know you want to talk about surprises coming out of right. week one Cam could be you know very prominent about that but you'd also go out and see a four touchdown performance from him you know throwing the ball to get two to James White, one to Burkhead, and then he runs one in, and you have a dominant performance against a subpar Miami team. So I think this it still works in favor. And you know, at plus one twenty five, if you were making some bets, this is still a great bet. I mean, Buffalo is going to be a solid team, but I'm just not going to, and I'm not ready to bet against New England yet. Uh, what about the AFC North? I mean, uh, I I was surprised. I I was surprised you didn't pick your Steelers because I know you're not a homer, but like I'm you not. are, you are with the Steelers a lot. Like, like you're, you're it's not a homer. That's not a good word. It's like you get like the Steeler brain. I'm where you just. Uh, I think that's a better word. You're too attached. close to it. Yeah, yeah, you're too close to it. But you did. We both picked uh, Baltimore here minus two hundred. It's it's the blatantly obvious one. So I don't even think there's really a lot to talk about with no, that. No, there's not. I mean, you know, the Steelers might challenge, but you have to go with the reigning MVP. In his team, so yeah, and and that team is, I mean, this is a Super Bowl contending type of team. So it is Pittsburgh has got a, a long ways to go before I would give them the division. You know, Ben Roethlisberger's got to get back. I mean, you're talking about the team de essentially developing a new way they're going to run their offense, which isn't going to be heavy pass, and it's going to be more heavy run around James Conner, who is injury prone. So th there's just too many questions that I think that they well, can tackle eight, it eight on. Last year with Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges. So yeah, no, I get it. Their defense is amazing. Improvement. So. so real quick, the AFC West, we both got Kansas City. They're the worst bet you could place. It's yeah. minus 420, but it's the only bet you would make. Here is the one in the AFC that we differ on, and it is the AFC South. And Boggs, I went with Tennessee. I went with Tennessee at 165. Tannehill, solid. Derrick Henry, as good as we get. You got another year into A.J. Brown. The rest of the offensive pieces are a little bit in question. The defense... Not as much of a question, especially after they also added Jadavion Clowney. I think this is a great spot for Tennessee to take this division, but you did not agree. I took the Colts, and it's not that I don't. I just want to see Ryan Tannehill put it together for a full season. We've seen Ryan Tannehill a couple times have really good stretches where, uh, you know, he's playing great and his team is playing great. Remember, he took the Dolphins all the way to the playoffs and then missed the playoff game. Uh, Matt Moore started. That was against Pittsburgh. 
And so I remember it. So Matt Moore had to start the playoff game because Santa Hill was hurt. I want to see him survive a whole season and play well for a full season before I bet on him. I know the Colts are a tougher pick, but to me, it kind of boiled down. This is a nice option. I mean, the Jaguars are way out, but yeah, that's a tough one to pick between because Houston made the playoffs last year, too. And remember, they were up on Kansas City in that playoff game until Kansas City came roaring back in uh, at the end of the, the second quarter and then the whole second half. But, um, you know, uh, they lost a little, too, and not a lot of people are fans of Bill O'Brien. So someone is not going to make the playoffs here between the Colts, Titans, and um, and uh, who else is the, the Texans? So it's going to be – that's going to be a fun division to watch all year long. I'm taking the Colts. They add Phillip Rivers. They added DeForest Buckner in the offseason. I think the defense is better. Best O-line in football. I- I'm, I'm in on them. Yeah, I mean, you know, it'll clearly be Houston now. Yeah. Um, in the NFC, just – for time purposes, we have the exact same teams we picked here. Uh, we both got Dallas in the East. We've both got Minnesota in the North. Minnesota is the only um, plus on the bets at a plus 165. We've got New Orleans in the South, and we both took uh, my San Francisco 49ers in the West. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, the toughest one here was probably between your Niners and the Seahawks. I think everything else I didn't. I, I, it wasn't too difficult for me to pick. I think those are fairly easy. Well, I don't know if you saw. Do you see ESPN? It was like ESPN's power ranking had the Packers as the number two football team. Okay. Why? All right. Maybe it was three, but still, like the one or two best team in football is the Green Bay Packers. How How are they number two? I don't get it. I don't know. They have a good run game. They have one wide receiver that's real good, though. Only one. They don't have a good tight end. Uh, You know, they don't have a good number two wide out, is between Lazard and Scantling. Uh, I mean, I, they could be a playoff team. Uh, and I'll, I'm putting them in the playoffs, but I'm not going to give them the division. I think that's the Vikings. Uh, over in the wild card, let's go. Well, since we're talking about the NFC, who's your AFC? You said you're putting Green Bay in the wild card, and we've got yeah. three this year. So you've got Green Bay in the wild card. I got Seattle and Philly also. So it's Green Bay, Seattle, and Philly, and they're all minuses. Minus 188 for Philly, minus 138 for Seattle, and minus 130 for Green Bay. So that's fairly chalk. So I've also got Philly and Seattle, but I don't have Green Bay in there. I've got Tampa Bay, which which I think is kind of I think it, it is, it, it's really tough. But I look at yours and I'm like, man, how do you not have Tampa Bay in there? And they're minus 188 with a Tom Brady team not making the playoffs. I just I don't believe it. So I got Tampa, Seattle and Philly. That defense is still rough. So I look, would I be surprised Tampa Bay won the division? No, I wouldn't. Uh, you know, a Tom Brady led team is always very, very good. but. They have to like the defense has to take a step up. There has to be unexpected boosts for them to have a good defense this year. They're good against the run game, but they're so bad against the pass that you don't have to run against them. You can just pass against anybody. So over on the AFC Bogman, I have got Buffalo Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. So I told you, I don't have Indy uh, winning the division. I have Tennessee, so I've got your Steelers, got the Buffalo Bills in that weaker division, and the Colts, uh, who, by the way, are minus 198. I have got them in. Yeah, fairly chalky for the Colts. Uh, I had the Colts win the division, so I have Buffalo, uh, Pittsburgh, and I, I picked the Texans. And I know everyone is uh, saying, you know, boo on the Texans. They traded Hopkins. Uh, you know, they, they did make a bunch of bad trades in the offseason, but this is a playoff team last year. Defense didn't change too much. They did lose Hopkins, but 
but I, I think they're a good enough team still. And I, I really like Watson. So I, I think Watson can lead this team to the playoffs. And if you get a full healthy year out of JJ Watt, which may be, I mean, what's more likely JJ Watt stays healthy or I uh, dip under 200 before the end of the year. What's more likely? Uh, I guess JJ. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how far you are over 200, so I guess that's tough to say. I'm about halfway there. Three, oh, okay. So. I was going to say, if you were a couple, like, uh, a couple, a couple double Westerns, away. a couple double yeah. Westerns, yeah. we might have I'm a lot of, I'm a lot of Cheddar Bay biscuits away from, uh, right. two bills. When we come back, we are going to talk about our AFC, NFC champs, Super Bowl champs. We're going to go through some leaders. And then on the other side of the hour, it's our FanDuel lineup and our picks for the week. So don't go anywhere. More in this league. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what that dang old In this league. Talk about www.wcommedia. Made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh... I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on, yeah. Welcome back, friendos. It's in this league, ITL. Find us on Twitter, at Is It The Welsh, at Bogman Sports, and check us out over at InThisLeague.com. And while you're at it, while you're just doing all the stuff anyways, there's no uh, skin off your back, go and check out the other podcasts. In This League Fantasy Football Podcast, baseball, we got prospect stuff, we got college football stuff. I guess college football's playing. Is it playing? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I saw guys running playing. around the other day. I was like, is this a replay or is this like... No, happening? no, no. They're playing, uh, you know, as we're recording this. Are we're there gonna get... any good football players playing, though? Yeah. Yeah, there's... A... Well, Trevor Lawrence is going to play this year, one. Uh, which is kind of crazy because everyone else that's like a projected top five pick, they're like, I'm gone. See ya. They see all... ya. See ya. A lot of those guys are in the, the Big Ten or the Pac-12 anyway. Penny Sewell is going to be the first offensive lineman off the board. And like uh, he, he opted out. Yeah, it does. It does sound like a pasta, uh, his name. But uh, he, he'll be the first tackle off the board. And, uh, you know, he plays for Oregon anyway, but he opted out. They, they We still don't know if they're going to actually have a spring season. Uh, I know they really want to have it, but, you know, it, it's it's in question. It's like. Uh, it's a little bit worse off than when is the NBA going to start for next year? Like they just said today, the NBA is not going to start any earlier than Christmas day Yeah, uh, at the very earliest. And that did you see year. the, did you see they pushed the draft back to the middle of November. I don't know. No, if you see, saw I that. no, I didn't. I did not yeah, see yeah. that actually. It was supposed to be a couple days after the last finals game, but then they push it back to the middle of November. So hey, I did we'll see, see. I, most likely I would imagine this first week in January, just start on a new year. Don't yeah. do the, the term between that's stupid. So, but no earlier than Christmas and uh, college football going on. So you can listen to college football coverage from Bogman and you can listen to everything else we've got going on. Just search in this league on whatever podcast app you use, and you will be able to check all the stuff out. Plus one of the really cool things is we will be breaking down the games on uh, Sunday night for uh, Monday morning podcast. So if you guys want to listen to lots and lots of good football coverage, you can get that early, early Monday morning as Bogman and I talk about all the fantasy implications that happen on 
this wonderful, wonderful Sunday that is in front of us. It's going to be amazing. And I told Bogman, and he's so mad about this. I don't mean to distract us because we got to get to our picks. We only have so much time. I got an email late last night from my cable provider that just said, have the package for free. I haven't done anything. I didn't call them. I don't think I've... I mean, I've transferred with them a couple times. I don't. I didn't even have the package last year. There were some other ways to watch. And they just randomly sent me an email. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, pal. It's on us. Whole package. So I, I called Bogman late at night. And I was like, did you get this email? And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, you spend hundreds of dollars every single yeah. year on this thing. I'm like, hey, my buddy got this email. They're like, yeah, we can't help you. I'm like, well, can, can you lower my bill? Uh, and they're like, no, you can sell a kidney. Yeah. So. Yeah, you can sell a kidney to pay for this. That's I fine. Got, I got the free package. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. For whatever great. reason, great for huh? you. Yeah, I okay, there you go. No free package and a little package. So, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, get get the other package. Get the Patreon package if you want. All right, so let's go through our picture. We just gave you, we give you all the divisional stuff. We give you the wild cards, AFC champion. We are not in agreement, though we have the blatantly obvious teams. I'm going with Baltimore, who's a plus 300 on this, and I know that is not quite the favorite to Bogman, your... Kansas City Chiefs, plus 280. So, I mean, it's uh, hard to go against either one. Those are far and away the highest. (laughs) Who would be your pick outside? Like, Because I think Baltimore and Kansas City are going to be the most common across the board. If you had to, I don't know, you know, you had to get a little bit squirrely and crazy that a team that doesn't rhyme with Schmitzberg, who would you pick? Yeah, well, I would pick P- Pittsburgh would be my third. Yeah. Uh, but but I think it's like, I guess far and away, Kansas City or Baltimore. If I had to pick a, a different one that's not the Steelers, I'd pick the Colts. Yeah, I mean, like I have the Colts in a wild card situation, but it also doesn't mean that they can't run hot because the defense, but I don't know, I, I might, it's it's tough because it's like Tennessee. I, I, Tennessee, I think, is in this really interesting spot where they've got a couple like dynamic offensive players and they have a really strong defense. But Colts kind of have that as well. I don't think they have as dynamic players, but they've got more good players and they've got a really good defense as I well. I think it's so. way better options than the NFC. If like the NFC Agreed. favorite doesn't make it, I think there's way better options. Over I there. agree with that. And you and I have got different picks here. I, I did homer out a little bit and I went with my San Francisco 49ers. You know, they... Obviously, the wide receiver position has changed, but they've covered it where they can. They've got incredible running back depth. They've got George Kittle back. We'll see if there's a resurgence of Jordan Reed, and they've got that really great defense. They did lose uh, Buckner, which is sad, but you bring back in uh, Kawan Alexander, Drake uh, Drake uh, Greenlaw really stepped up, so they've got a great uh, uh, linebacker core. So I think the 49ers are primed to do something great this year. Maybe it's not going to be to this spot, and it's hard to disagree with the team that you picked, but I went with the 49ers plus 450. Yeah, I went with the Saints, and uh, the Saints uh, are plus 1,200. Uh, or a plus 650, excuse me. And, um, you know, I, I just think it, it's going to be between the, the, the teams I see, it's between your Niners, the Saints, and the Seahawks. I think there are some other teams that have a decent chance. You know, you mentioned Tampa Bay earlier. I uh, think Dallas like, is going to be a problem. Dallas is going to be good. Minnesota and Green Bay are, are decent options as well. And Philly, you know, Philly is just a couple years removed from the Super Bowl. So I think they're all options. Like I said, way more options in the NFC as far as possibilities go. But I think this is a, you know, let, let's, let's get another Super Bowl for Drew Brees. And then he's going to be done and then pass the reins on over to Jameis Winston. So, so Super Bowl champ is saints for me. I like the chiefs, but 
I don't think that defense, you know, they're going to they're going to break one of these times where they yeah. let another team get a lead and then they come storming back on them. They're going to, you know, at some point that's not they're not going to make that comeback all the way. So um, I've got the San Francisco 49ers. I'm a loser homer. I just had to do it. Remember I hate doing you it. called me a homer earlier in this hour and I always yeah. pick the Steelers. That's and- different. It's very different with you and me. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. I'm a homer and you're not. Is that what you're saying? Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed That's it. it. Nailed it. it. I mean, yeah. you got it. When you're right, you're right. You, <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, all right. So I got Niners. You got Saints. NFC. We both have taking uh taking the Super Bowl, which is really tough because Baltimore and Kansas City are monsters. All right, plowing through here. Passing yards leader for the 2020 season for you, Bogman, is uh, Kyler Murray. They have wow. a crappy defense. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury. They throw a ton. Dude, give yeah. that number. Give that number you get Plus if you make that bet. Five hundred. Say it again. Love it. Plus twenty five hundred. Every dollar you put down, you're getting twenty five back. In Kyler Murray wins. So let's go. Let's you gotta go. go you gotta put a couple bucks on that. I've got um probably I'm guessing one of the closer two favorites because I'm getting plus six fifty on it. But I'm gonna go with Dak Prescott because they love to throw the ball. They've got three great wide receiver options. Hopefully Jarwin can step in as a safety blanket. Ezekiel Elliott's going to take a step up in the passing game, most likely. And Dallas, you know, I I didn't want to say it, but if you know, had you said, all right, if it's not the Niners or Saints, and you had to pick one of the non-high favorites, who would you pick? I probably would go Dallas. And I hate to say it because I hate the Cowboys. I almost lost oh, my oh, 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 Cowboys. And I hate to say it, but it's just a, it's a strong team. So um, I got Dak with your passing yard. I just got $25 for every cuss word you almost just said. Yeah, yeah, a whole hundred. Uh, Passing touchdown leader. We've got the same guy. We're going with Patrick Mahomes. And what did you give me? The over is the over under 35 and a half for his touchdowns. Yeah. And that's plus minus 112. Same either way. So, ooh, are you going to, would you go on the over? Over. He might have that against the Texans tonight. So who knows? Yeah. By the way, we're recording before the game. So (laughs) you can't tell. Pull the car. Yeah. Rushing yard leader. We both have the same person as well. Saquon, Saquon. Plus uh, 950. Yeah, that's not bad. That, that's actually pretty good odds. So I, I like that one too. Uh, Saquon, healthy Saquon should be a lot of fun to watch for sure. Hopefully not week one though. Against Rushing the- touchdown leader, we do not agree. Who do you have, Bogman? I, mean, I think you're getting I, another smoking deal. Yeah, I've got Gurley and he's plus 2,500 as well. And look, you know, he doesn't have to do much to fall in the end zone for Atlanta. Their defense is still bad. They're going to be scoring a bunch of points. So if they run down to the goal line a bunch of times, he's going to get the football. He's double digit touchdowns like every year. So I obviously I'm, I'm speaking highly of the Tennessee Titans and I think they're going to do relatively well. And I think it's popular, you know, but just don't be Joe Pizapia and say that Derrick Henry is going to be the rushing leader again. Otherwise you'll get screamed at on online and people will yell at you, but yeah, Derrick, what a great hot take, but guess what? Derrick Henry is going to be really good. Oh man. I'm trying to think of who it was. I saw somebody it's more in the DFS community. You know, we don't, we're not as intertwined in the DFS community necessarily as we are the redraft, but it was one of those DFS guys. And he said, he, he literally in the tweet said, Derek Henry is a bust this year. And he said, if Derek Henry gets even, it gets, what was it? Get, oh, gets more than 80% of last year's production. He'll delete his Twitter for a week. And then oh. our boy Vlad jumped in and said, 70% and a month. And I'll take the bet. <laughs> and and but he in the tweet said Derrick Henry is a bust this year. I'm not in agreement. I don't know if he'll be the yards leader, but he you go within the 10, all you do is hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. And I think divisionally they're gonna end, you know, defensively and how they run. 
I think they're going to be in enough situations where Derrick Henry is going to like easily step into the double digits. So I'm going to go with him as my rushing leader probably because I think guy. that's the guy. Probably the same guy, uh, you know, comparing uh, Darrington Evans to Alvin Kamara. Probably the same dude. I don't know, yeah, but it was just, I thought that was interesting to like, you know, the hot take of that. Like, I'll delete my Twitter if he even gets 80%. And I was like, wow, okay. Uh, receiving yards leader, Boggs, we have different ones. Uh, Michael Thomas uh, is the the least, the, the lowest payout of anyone. He's plus 400. Uh, but, I mean, come on. After what he did last year, it's hard to pick against Michael Thomas. I think the one place you can go is with the team you were just talking about, the Atlanta Falcons and Julio Jones. Julio Jones is always up in... Yeah, always up in the yard leader, but but yeah. you're getting plus 900 on yeah. him versus plus 400. So I like Julio Jones there. And then I actually took your guy in the touchdown leaders. I went with Michael Thomas, who's a plus 1,000 on the receiving touchdown leaders. I was a little surprised. I took Kelsey thinking, ooh, I'm going to be sneaky and get much better odds. And Michael Thomas is plus 1,000. Kelsey's plus 1,100. So I get a dollar more uh, per dollar I lay down for Kelsey, which is not a bunch, but I do think he could lead the NFL in touchdown passes. Would not be surprised to attach my receiving leader to my uh, throwing leader in Mahomes. Last two awards, uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year. This is kind of a crapshoot one. There's probably a couple guys. I went with Patrick Queen, uh, who's plus 1,200 for tackles. I think you went with the smart one in Chase Young. Uh, yeah, but I like your for- bet better. You, your odds are much better because Patrick Queen is plus 1,200. I took Chase Young at plus 220, just the most chalky chalk pick out of anything that I picked but- out maybe Baltimore to win their division. Well, also, uh, I mean, you had, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But also, um, I'd also throw in like, do you think like an Isaiah Simmons could be one of those guys since he's going to play all over the board? Like I, I was also tacking in a little bit of um, the team and like how they run playing. Like that's why Patrick queen, I'm going like Chase Young is going to be on a garbage team, but you know, if he gets 12 sacks, it doesn't matter. Patrick queen at the unofficial, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was looking at unofficial depth charts last night and Isaiah Simmons was third on their middle linebackers. So mm-hmm. looks like Devondre Campbell might have won that, that starting spot. Well, I like my Patrick Queen one. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. This one's really tough because you have you have a rookie quarterback who's going to start from day one, but you've also got a couple rookies who are going to be in some prominent positions. I went away from the quarterback, and I went with Clyde Edwards-Alaire, assuming he gets the full role with a championship base type of team in Kansas City. And, you know, you go over 1,000 yards. It's kind of an easy play for me, but what say you? Uh, Joe Burrow, if Joe Burrow sets the rookie touchdown record, uh, he wins it. Easy peasy. Last one, MVP. We both got Patrick Mahomes plus 380 because why not? I mean, you know, if I'm going to go with Baltimore, I was tempted to go Lamar Jackson. I think this is a Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson bet if you're going to place it, right? Weird one I would pick would be Michael Thomas. That would be a weird one. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think a, a better one for you would have been uh, Drew Brees, you know, if the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl and stuff. It doesn't pay off enough. If I'm going to yeah. take a quarterback, take one of those other ones. But if a weird one, it, uh, I would go Michael Thomas. Like pays way more. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere in this league. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door. After that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Let me tell you something about In This League. ITL boys back. Bogman Welsh and your NFL Week 1. Obviously recorded before the Thursday night game, so not commenting on any of those. But, you know, a little bit of worries out there as well as we're walking into the weekend. Some little injuries that we would, uh, I mean, obviously we'll kind of cover in conversation um, about the week one breakdown, which we're going to do. And we're going to make all of our picks. Bogman, who was 50 or 49 games over 500. We did find out I was nine games over 500 last year. So I don't think it's anything to write home about. I shouldn't be crazy proud of it because you, I mean, what was the full scope of uh, every single week? That was like over 200 or... Yeah, that's like yeah, 200 well over. It's 250 games. Yeah, I'm only nine games over. It's pretty, pretty minimal across we just the board. Didn't have the Thursday night games in there. We had every other game. So, but like, what was I? What was the percentage of that? Like 50.8 percent over 500. Yeah, dude. But yeah, I mean, Vegas builds gigantic skyscrapers because they're 51 percent. You know what I mean? That well, one yeah, a lot of money. So you know, they're probably closer to 60 percent as far as winning goes and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, Here's what we get to sh- we get to sell. We get to sell on people that we were both over 500 in our picks last yeah. year, and you had an incredible year. And uh, we're going to tackle that into the next segment. But you now some things walking into week one. Mike Evans put some of this in question. Cortland Sutton got hurt on Thursday, and we're waiting. At least you and I are waiting for the severity on what that injury could be. Sucks. Uh, Kenny Galladay. That's and, a and dude sucks so much and well i mean i think at this point with a guy like sutton if you're in a in a redraft league you got to move on from it unless there's really good news again we're recording this a tiny bit early but if it's any like we need further tests or it's nothing if it's if it's a simple like oh it's just good it was just a little bang up and and he should be good to go then you're i think you're fine anything else you should be thinking secondary but there's also others like kenny galladay kenny galladay has got a hammy and that that's the last thing i want with three days to go before the NFL season is ramping up those practices. And yeah. that's why we're getting all these little injuries right now. And to in, and to wide receivers, two big main wide receivers that you would be playing in your redraft, of course, or in any of your DFS lineups. So things to consider in the picks and the DFS lineup that we've got coming up on the other side of this. So don't go anywhere. We're going to start that bad boy off with a little bit of a fan duel lineup. And then it's picky pick time. Don't go anywhere. It's in this league. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360. 